And welcome to episode three of the Have You Met Ted podcast. I'm your host, Jared Hayson, and it's just a solo week again this week um, after last week's episode. Oh, sorry, not last week's episode, a couple weeks ago. Uh, the 20th of March was our last episode. And uh, if you listen to that, we had Jade, we had Michael, we had Josh, we had Ridge on. I think Kayla even appeared a little bit. Um, shouting out things across the room and that, it was a good episode that I enjoyed uh, making that episode it was a fun episode to make um, it was nice to have banter across the room um, and to have differing opinions and to have just some good quality conversation uh, so I'm very happy with that episode turned out and of course if you want to go listen to that it is available on YouTube and also SoundCloud Um I'm looking into getting in the podcast onto iTunes, actually. Um, I've been looking into it, uh, a couple uh, things i got to do, first of all. i got to find a, a blog-type website to create an RSS feed um, for the podcast. So, so I am looking into that. So hopefully uh, soon the podcast will be up on iTunes. But I just feel for the moment, you know, it it's good on... Um, YouTube and SoundCloud. The problem is, is that SoundCloud only allows for, I think, about 180 minutes of uploads for free accounts. So um, we will probably be limited on how many episodes I can upload to SoundCloud before I have to start finding another place to be able to download them. Um, probably will end up being a blog-type website because I'll be able to just upload the podcast straight to there and you guys should hopefully be able to download them from there. Um, if you can hear a lot of background noises, it's because recording in my room today. Uh, I got the window open and it's kind of wet outside, it's raining, so there's cars driving by on the wet road and also doing a bit of work here whilst I record this episode of the podcast, so there might be some clicky keys from my keyboard as well as my mouse, so um, yeah, so uh, before we get into the bulk of this week's episode, I'd just like to say obviously we have a couple rules uh, here with the show, uh, first of all is that uh, we do not, uh, any views uh, of anybody on the show do not necessarily reflect my own. However, I don't feel I really need to say that this week since it's only me doing the podcast. And then also the other thing is that we do not talk about religion uh, on the show, much like my YouTube channel, because it tends to uh, end very badly and I'm not one. So I'm not comfortable talking about it, but it can create, you know, it can make people uncomfortable. And obviously um, that's something that we don't want to do. We want to have build a, a, build a positive community and build a strong community, and that's not something that we want to uh, talk about and bring into it. So, uh, with that being said, we're getting the bulk of this week's episode, and I thought I would give a little update on to where the bloody hell I've been <laughs> for the past um, couple weeks. My last upload onto YouTube was March the 20th, which was the last episode of the podcast, and um, simple fact of the matter is I've been really fucking busy. And I mean really fucking busy. It's been really, really busy at the moment. Uh, uni started back up again, so of course that takes priority. Um, and then on top of that, I have a job, which then has to take secondary, secondary priority because I need money. Uh, I'm a student. I need money to live. Um, I pay board. I pay phone bills. I pay, you know, you know, petrol, all those different things. So, you know, I've got to pay for the money. Um, 
you know, pay for things. So that's really what it's all about. And um, so that means that YouTube and the podcast and all that does take, you know, does sort of fall down the list. I do try to put as much emphasis on as I can, obviously. But there are obviously times where you do need to put it to the side, focus on what you need to do. And um, yeah, for the moment, uh, university and uh, work are the two more important things that I need to focus on. There's a big, massive ass uh, rubbish truck goes past outside. So yeah, um, so yeah, just been really, really busy. I've got a couple videos in the can um, that just need to be edited and uploaded. Uh, one is a look back on my top five list that I did last year. And just updating them for 2018. Um, not an overly massive fan of that video, to be brutally honest. I'm not that really keen on making it, but I've got an idea of how I want it to turn out, so I'm, I'm going to finish it. Um, and I think it'll be good to finish it because it will give me the opportunity to just pump out new videos and new content, and that's what it's mainly about. Also, uh, the same day that this podcast is going live, uh, we have uh, the first episode of my Let's Play for Nino Kuni 2. Kind of taking a different approach with the Let's Plays now, um, at least the ones that go onto YouTube, uh, because for me, you know, I'm not, you know, I found it really, really difficult when doing Legoland and when doing, um, uh, yeah, was it Legoland and, um, the first Nino Kuni when I was streaming that, that it's very difficult to commentate and keep up a conversation. Like, I think I can do it. Like, it's not that I can't, but it is difficult. And I'm not one to kind of sit here and, um, you know, do it a lot. Also, I do a lot of gaming at night and, you know, my family are home and, you know, you kind of have to be a little loud, um, to to record and you know it's a lot of time talking to yourself and obviously there are various interruptions such as people ringing you or people coming to the door or family or stuff like that so really for me it's it's easier to record the gameplay footage that i just play at home in my spare time and then give it to you guys raw and then just do a little bit of introduction for each episode and that's how i'm probably going to do my let's plays for the foreseeable future is just record the footage uh, record basically what I play and then upload it to YouTube with a little introduction, but then leave the gameplay unedited and just like, cause I'm a big fan of no commentary gameplays in, in all fairness. Like there are some, you know, I like commentary in gaming videos when it's something like the achievement hunter guys do where it's like, it's something completely not related to the story of the game or like their let's play Minecraft series. Like it has nothing to do you know, most of the stuff they do in that series is just stuff that they've built, you know, like, um, they did one that was like a wipeout type course, you know, they built that wipeout course, they did that themselves, it's got nothing to do with the main story of Minecraft, which is to get to the end, they did do a three-part, I think it was a three-part series on getting to the end and defeating the Ender Dragon, but, you know, I like watching, if I'm gonna watch gameplay videos of video games, especially one that heavily focuses on the story like Nino Kuni 2. I don't want to have to hear some guy talking over it, you know, that, and that's just my personal opinion. So I think that reflects more my personality when doing stuff like that. But when we do multiplayer videos, which I will be doing with my friends, 
those I'll do commentary on. Because my friends are here, it'll be fun to do commentary on those, you know. But for for Let's Plays, you know, I don't feel like commentary is necessary. When I go back to doing Nino Kuni, the original, I probably will do commentary on those because Nino, the original Nino Kuni has been out now for five years, which is amazing to think. And people have probably seen that. So I might as well commentate on that because, you know, that is a little different. And because I'll probably go back to streaming that um, on Twitch and shop and great stutter there, um, because I'll probably be streaming it on Twitch, it makes sense to commentate that. So, yeah, just, you know, commentating is just a weird business for me personally. I, I don't, it's not that I don't feel comfortable doing it because I've been doing Let's Plays now for, well, I haven't been doing them consistently for the past couple of years. I've been doing them pretty much on and off for the past couple of years. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I don't feel that, um, I should commentate over something like this. You know, I feel it's more natural to the type of videos that I like to see, which is commentary with no, or gameplay with no commentary, especially when you're watching it. I don't mind like doing the little bit of the intro on the front. Cause I think that that's good to kind of, you know, get the typical YouTube type stuff out of the way. I like to have to say, make sure you like subscribe and share and all that stuff. Because I think, you know, now more than ever, it's important to do that, but I don't feel, um, a desire or a necessity to commentate, you know, over the rest of the video in the same way. I don't feel a desire when I do let's plays to hook up a camera and to film myself, you know, I'm like Nerd Cubed. It's like, why the bloody hell should you want to see my face? You're here to see the game, not me. You know, and, and that's kind of how I feel about it. So, um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to uh, doing that. And I'm really, really excited that hopefully you guys will enjoy that. Um, if you want me to commentate over the videos, I don't mind doing it. But you better tell me sooner rather than later because... Currently in the process of filming part three of the Let's Play. And I will probably be tonight of the recording of this episode filming part four or starting part four, potentially, maybe even part five. And um, you guys will need to let me know if you want me to do commentary, because if you don't, then we're going to get to a point where we get to part five and, you know, we could be going multiple parts without commentary. And, you know, like, get to part 10 and finally someone goes, I want commentary! Well, it's a little late now. We're already at part 10 of what is probably going to be a very long, you know, series. So, yeah, but, um, no, I, I'm, I'm enjoying playing Nino Kuni so far. I'm enjoying taking my time with it. I haven't put a lot of hours into it because, again, I've been busy and I've been playing a lot of other stuff, um, you know, and... Uh, one of the reasons I haven't also been playing it is because I got a PS2 again. I'm very, very happy about this. Um, I've been adding quite a bit to my game collection as of recent, and a friend of mine, uh, we were talking about PS2s, and I was saying that I wanted to get one back, and they had a spare one, um, and they said, do you want it? And I said, please. Hells yes. Probably I said something that contained the F word. Um in that in in my uh exuberance of accepting the uh ps2 but no i've now got a ps2 back in my collection meaning i've started to collect ps2 games again which i'm very very excited about my um actually my physical collection has gone over 180 games now and 
I'm sitting here looking at my shelf right now and it blows my mind that, you know, it, it it's, you know, two years ago, my collection was, I think, probably about 20 to 30 games big, my physical collection, and now it's at 180. Oh, we have a cat. Meow, where are you? Oh, you oh you're outside. Hold on, I gotta let the cat in. Meow. Come on, can you come? Meow. For those of you who don't think we record the podcast live, there you go. There's a cat in it, and I do not edit the podcast whatsoever, apart from putting, you know, the the little cover artwork on the video and the little end screen at the end, and that's pretty much it. So there's now a cat inside, and she's gone off to probably either sleep or eat some tr eat some bickets or something along those lines. So yes. Um, so yeah, PS2 back. I've been playing a lot of Gran Turismo 4. Uh, like, a lot, a lot of Gran Turismo 4. I didn't realise how much I missed that game. Um, uh, sorry guys, just got to send a message. And I cannot send, I cannot type. Um, and talk. Nor can I actually spell. There we go. Um, yeah, so I've been playing an awful lot of Gran Turismo 4, one of the games I've got. Trying to find um, Gran Turismo 3. I'm trying to find SpongeBob SquarePants Revenge of the Flying Dutchman, the V8 Supercar games. I'm trying to find... Um, what else am I trying to find? The Harry Potter games. Um, games, basically, I had when I originally had my PS2 you know, uh, several, several years ago, I think the last, um, I sold my PS2 in 2011 to get my PlayStation 3. Uh, so, yeah. And, and you know, I always regretted selling it, but at the same time, I know that if I had not sold it, I probably wouldn't have my PS3 right now. I don't know what my current gaming situation would be like because I, you know, the condition of me getting my PS3 was I had to sell my PS2 at the time. I got 300 bucks for it, which isn't a lot of money, but I had a lot of stuff. You know, I had, like, Buzz Games and uh, SingStar and uh, Steering Wheel. You know, I had a whole, whole bunch of stuff for my PS2 back in the day. And, uh, you know, got a decent price out of it and was able to get my PS3 and love my PS3. I still have it. It still works 95% of the time. Um, and it's... And, and I still play my PS3 to this day, and I love it. Um, but, you know, and it was that that really probably spurred my current, uh, where I am currently with gaming. But if I not sold my PS2, I don't know where I'd be right now. Um, would I have gotten a PS4? Probably. Like, I don't, I, I actually honestly don't know. I don't think... See, one of the things I say I credit owning a PS3 uh, with is that it opened me up to a shit ton of other games that I never had contemplated playing on play, on on play, on PS2 on PS2. Um, I'm stuttering. I, I'm not. English is not coming easy to me today. I've had a rough night. Anyway, point is, when I got my PS3, I just started playing more games like. I started playing first-person shooters, and I started playing stuff like Uncharted and The Last of Us, and uh, what else did I start playing? 
uh, literally anything I could get my hands on, really. I started playing JRPGs, you know, um, just regular RPGs. I started playing um, brawlers. I started playing hack and slash games. I started playing um, indie games. I started playing 8-bit side-scrollers. I started playing, um, you know more platformers than what I was because originally the only platformers I was really playing were Ratchet and Clank and that was it you know so I credit my PS3 with really opening the door up for me to be able to play so many games that I now love like Nino, the original Nino Kuni for example is one of my favorite games of all time and had I not gotten my PS3 and had I not opened myself up to all these new games, I never would have played that game and I never would have experienced it. And I love the fact that I got to experience it. Um, and that we're now playing the sequel. And I'm very, very happy about that. So, yeah. But, um, I, is that a bug on my 3DS games? If it is, it's going to die. Anyway. Yeah, so... It's, it's been interesting to walk down memory lane a little bit with the PS2 again and to play Gran Turismo 4 and man is it a struggle to get a good uh, picture signal out of it. Um, at the moment I'm actually having to run the PS2 through my capture card um, in order to get the best signal out of it because you know the default composite you know the, the, the yellow, the yellow uh, red and white cables that you get with it they look garbage on modern television. Utter garbage. And I didn't. And I remember thinking to myself when I first plugged it in, I don't remember the games looking this bad. But then it kind of dawned on me that it's like, you know, taking a you know a PSP image. You know, the the analogy I used was like taking um, a PSP, a game of a PSP, and the screen resolution that that ran at, and blowing it up on the Vita right on the standard PSP the games look fantastic but then when you blow it up on the Vita you know it doesn't look as crisp and clean there's a lot more jaggies you know when you're blowing it up um, to a new resolution obviously doesn't look as good as it originally did and realizing that on these HD televisions you're blowing up a standard definition image they don't look great you know so I'm having to run my PS2, to get the best video uh, signal out of my PS2, I'm actually uh, using my Elgato Game Capture HD, I'm using the, um, the the adapter that you get for capturing PlayStation 3, that's going into the back of the PS2, running into the capture card, and then I'm uh, plugging in the capture card to any USB out port or outlet to power it, and then running an HDMI from the capture card to the TV, so effectively, I'm I'm doing a comp a component to HDMI conversion through the capture card, and that's how I'm getting the be best picture quality out of it. But it still doesn't look that you know like I'm looking at it going. If this was being played on a CRT, this would look amazing, but it's not. It's being played on high definition televisions, and you know it. And don't don't get me wrong, they still look great but then like it, it made me appreciate the jump from ps2 to ps3 um and i guarantee you when we make the jump from ps4 to ps5 i'm gonna go back and look at ps3 games and go whoa whoa i don't remember it looking this bad <laughs> so yeah it's quite funny um 
just looking at the differences in the resolution quality and just how much it sort of blew me away that it, I don't remember it looking this bad, but okay. So yeah, it's quite funny. Um, but yeah, I'm really, really happy to have the PS2 back and it gives me a reason to start collecting PS2 games again and I sort of named off the ones a little bit earlier that I'm trying to find. So yeah, that's uh, going to be very, very exciting. So yeah. What else can I talk about? Oh, yes. Um, potential future change on the YouTube channel. Um, I was hanging out with a friend of mine the other day, and I'm not going to name who this friend is, but if they're listening, they'll know who they are, about potentially bringing this person on and transforming the channel back into a two-man operation. Um, I met up with a friend of mine, and they have made, uh, you know, I think they've made a few YouTube videos in the past, not, a, not as much as I have, but I think they've made a, maybe about five or six or something along the lines of that. And we were talking about how um, I've been wanting to expand the audience, obviously, and do a lot more, hence why I've started bringing back the social media aspect and, you know, blah, 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 blah. But um, one of the things I've been wanting to do is to ensure that there's consistent content and ensure that it, there's at least one video a week, even, you know, when if I'm too busy to do it, that someone else can do it. So it could be that the channel might go under another sort of rebranding, reorganization, whatever. Still with the same content that I do now, but you'll just have another person now now doing their content and putting it on this channel and I've always said that this channel I wanted it to I want it to have content that kind of is for everyone I don't want it to be one sort of strand of content I don't want it to be one subgenre of a mass genre you know of content I want it to sort of house my personality and and I just like a whole bunch of different things you know I like music I like gaming you know I like formula 1 I like you know the aerospace industry, I like, um, you know, space in the universe, and I'm fascinated by the human psyche, and, you know, all, you know, things that in no way correlate in any way, shape, or form, so, you know, my interests are very all over the place, and, 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 you know, some, some would argue that for a YouTube channel, that is the worst fucking thing you can do, is to have content that's all over the place, because it doesn't, it means you don't have a brand, but I disagree, I think you can have a brand and have content that's all over the place, you know, the person that I really use as inspiration for this is uh, Metal Jesus Rocks, and his, his channel is mainly retro gaming, but he has... You know, and he'll do buying guides and top tens and stuff like that for all the retro systems. But then he'll also do uh, Gamer Eats. You know, I Hate You episode, you know, the I Hate You series. Um, he'll do recent pickups videos, vinyl pickup videos. You know, he'll do videos where he's talking about his audio setup, you know. And, and whilst at the end of the day you could argue that it all comes back to a, 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 a singular strand of content. Again, it's very diverse, and he's not specifically sticking to just retro games. He's branching out and doing other stuff, you know, which really is an inspiration to me because that's what I want to do. The other person I take really inspiration from on that front is Tom DeLonge. He is probably my biggest uh, creative inspiration that I have, and 
he does so much shit. You know, he does music, he does movies, he runs a company, you know, and that company is producing television shows. And, you know, obviously, you know, there's the whole argument on whether or not, you know, there's the validity over the UFO stuff that To The Stars uh, Academy of Arts and Science has released. I'm not going to speculate on that because that's not what I'm talking about. But for me, I just, he is such an inspiration to me because... He's doing what he wants to do, and what he wants to do is as much as he can. And that's what I want to do. I want to do as much content as I can, and I want it to be diverse, and I want there to be something for everyone. I think, I'm, you know, I think of a YouTube channel like a channel on TV. There's something for everyone. You've got your kids' shows, your adult shows, your entertainment shows, your comedy shows, your news shows, your reality shows, your sitcoms, your dramas, you know. You've got something for everyone. Why can't a YouTube channel do the same? So, back to the point I was saying, yes, so it could be that this YouTube channel might be bringing on another person to help create videos. Luckily, this person and I share some similar interests in regards to music. Uh, we both are vinyl collectors, so that obviously will help. Um, but also, we are both big fans of music in general and of very similar uh, bands. Um, but what this other person does... They have interests to me that are also very diverse from me. So again, it just broadens the content range that we can do. And that's what I want to do. I want to make sure that there's something for everyone. I, and, and I want the channel to be a place where absolutely anyone can come and find something for them. You know, I, you know, I know that, you know, and in some ways it's, that's probably my diff my point of difference and I, I don't like this marketing talk because I, I feel that it's just bullshit but my I feel that my point of difference is wanting to create content for everyone and I know that people say well you can't because you can't please everyone and I understand that and I know that certain videos won't please certain people but if I can produce at least one video that someone can watch and go I like that I'm going to subscribe to you then it gives me reason to create as much diverse content as I want. And that's what I want to do. I don't want to, you know, it's why I do a podcast now. It's why I do conversation with Jared. It's why I do Let's Plays. It's why I do music reviews. Because even though those are probably the four main strands of my YouTube channel, and those are the four consistent things you will always see, I'm quite happy to do videos like fucking, you know, 50 random questions about myself. You know, more YouTuber-ish type videos. I'm happy to do vlogs, even though I fucking hate them. Um, <laughs> I hate vlogs with a passion. It's so... It's not me. Anyway, but the point is, you know, I like... There will always be mainstay shows on the channel, you know, when I can make them and when I have the time. But I always want diverse content, and that's what it's all about. You know, you know, this podcast has come from me wanting to just rant about shit, you know, um, I did say, you know, it's, you know, this podcast, you can trace its roots back to the original conversation with Jared format, where it was me and Sean sitting on the couch, Sean giving me a topic and me ranting for 10 minutes, you know, this is the same, you know, basic idea and we're just taking it and turning it into a podcast, and then getting other people on here, you know, and hopefully next episode, we will have more people on, that is the plan, um, you know, and, and not every podcast will have people on, hence, you know, this is now the second episode with just me, and, you know, 
I'm having fun with it, you know? I'm enjoying sitting here and just talking and ranting because that's what I like to do, you know? I like playing games. So I'm going to make Let's Play videos where it's not me commentating because commentating is something that I'm not a big fan of doing. I don't mind doing it and I can do it and I can keep up the conversation for an hour and a half. But it's not something that I enjoy doing a lot of the time because the majority of the time I have to play games is at night and I can't record commentary at 10 o'clock at night, right? When my mum and my sister are asleep, right? And I can't record gameplay video in the middle of the day because I got uni, I've got work. So, you know, it's really a compromise more than anything that I'm having to sacrifice commentary, but at least there's content getting out, you know? So, you know, it's a compromise I'm having to work with at the moment. It won't always be a compromise. Eventually, I will be able, to, I'll be in a position where I can do commentary all the time on Let's Plays, and people will like it. But for now, I can't. It's a compromise, so there you go. Do I have anything else? How long have we been going for? We've been going for nearly half an hour. What else can I talk, What else can I have a little rant about? I'm just looking around to see if there's anything that's new that's been going on. Oh, yeah. I know something I can rant about. Star Wars The Last Jedi. I didn't put my spin on Star Wars when it came out because I was in the UK at the time and I couldn't really make and edit videos. But... I got the Blu-ray, I got the Steelbook Blu-ray, uh, because I have every Star Wars movie on Steel in uh, Steelbook, or on Steelbook, you know, is it on or is it in Steelbook? You know, in a Steelbook case, anyway. And, look, here's the thing, I'm not going to beat around the bush. Star Wars Last Jedi is a great movie. It's in no way the best movie of all time, and it's not the best Star Wars movie, Right? But it's a bloody good movie. And I've met a number of people who like it. And I've met some people who are eh about it. I've even met a guy who hates it. And there seems to be a general consensus amongst the people who like it and the people who don't like it as to what the common issues are with the film. Right? For me, I do have an issue with the Canto Bite stuff right? I don't, I think it's boring. I don't think it adds to the story in whatsoever, because in the end, it doesn't add to the story whatsoever. It was a pointless endeavor, right? But I like the fact that Luke has changed, right? And I know a lot of people don't like the fact Luke has changed, but guess what? It's character development. Yes, you haven't seen it on screen, but there are extended universe books that you can go and read if you're that, fin um, what's the word, I'm, uh, well, I'll use picky, about the character's backstory. Like, I'm a big fan of character development, which is why I like Luke in this film, because I don't need to, some, I don't need to see what has happened in 30 years for Luke to decide that the Jedi are the worst thing that have happened to the galaxy. I can infer it by what is on the screen and what the information that's been passed on to me. You know, 
don't get me wrong, there are problems with the film, but I don't think they are worth people getting this, you know, upset about it. Because at the end of the day, art, you know, film is art and all art is subjective, right? Everybody, the people who make the film, it's, you know, they've got their own interpretation of it, just like we have got our own interpretation of it. And I think a big thing, you know, I, I kind of compare this to what happened with No Man's Sky. The expectations for this film were far too great, right? People's fan theories went far too far to the point where they believed that their theories were going to happen, right? I thought that Ray was a Skywalker. When she when it turned out her parents were nobody, I didn't go, Aah! I went, okay, this is reality now. Her parents were nobodies. But you know what? It makes it more interesting that her parents were nobody. Why? Because it means that we do not have to fucking worry about who her parents were. We can now focus on the character and the story of what's going to happen in Nine. Right? You know, I don't mind that they killed Snoke. Why? Because let's be honest, he was kind of a dead-end character. And unless he had a critical role to play in Nine, which he really didn't seem like he was going to, like, why keep him around? You know? The fact that now Ren is in control of the First Order, I think is great. It's character development. It's brilliant. I love it. You know? But... I think this film had way too much expectation going into it. I think we believed as fans that we were going to get answers to these questions and that the answers were going to be this big, massive thing. But it wasn't. And I'm cool with that. I can accept that because I know that this is an interpretation. You know, this, this is a story we're being told. We're not in control of the story. Ryan Johnson was in control of the story for episode 8. And he told his story. He took the characters where he wanted them to... What, what He took the characters and put them where he wanted to see them. And made them face challenges that they've never had to face before. And hey, Mark Hamill even disagreed with what Ryan Johnson did with Luke. But did he storm out in a huff and a puff and say, No, I'm not going to act in this film? No. He saw what Ryan Johnson was trying to do and he did his best job to make sure that Ryan's vision was brought to life on the screen. And I thought Mark Hamill did a fantastic job playing Luke in this film. And the Luke of old, we do see the Luke of old at the end, right? He comes back and he has hope, right? And he sacrifices himself in a way that most fans think he should have. He became, you know, all it takes is a spark, and that spark, ironically, was Yoda, not Rey, which, I, th you know, thinking about that now, you know, probably seems a little weird, but the fact that Yoda was in the film just made, I saw Yoda in the film, and I just had a smile on my face wider than anything, because I was just like, yeah, Yoda, yeah, I was like a five-year-old kid in a candy store, but, yeah, um, you know, there are problems with the film. Do not get me wrong. And, and I will continue to reiterate that point, you know. And if you're going to comment down in the comments about this, 
be constructive about it. You know, I want your constructive opinion on the film. Let's have a constructive discussion about it. You know, I reply to comments. I will happily reply to comments. But if you are going to be a dickhead, I am going to block the comment. Let's have a constructive discussion about it. You know, that's what I want to have. Constructive discussion. I want a, a positive community with constructive discussion. If you are going to comment about it, please do let me know what you thought of the film. And what you think of it now, having, you know, if you've had a chance to rewatch it now that it's come out on digital and Blu-ray. And, um, you know, let's have a constructive discussion about it. Because I think it'd be interesting to see what people's opinions are about it now that we've had some time to process it. You know, now that we've had to, some time to accept that this is the film that it is. And that, you know, this will forever be episode eight. You know, I th you know, I actually read that Ryan Johnson received death threats about his interpretation of Luke or, or or about episode 8 in general. And look, I was disgusted by that because that's too far. I appreciate that people have the passion for Star Wars and that they believe that, you know, they have a right to see the story they want to see, but threatening people you know, sending people, sending the director death threats. You know, what kind of a world do we live in where that's what we resort to? You know, he made some artistic decisions. He made some creative decisions. We don't have to agree with them, right? But leave it at that. You don't need to send a death threat. You know, I, I struggle to understand that mentality, you know, like, I'm a I'm a massive Star Wars fan. Huge. I know so much about it. You know? And I can and I can tell you that episode two is a sack of crap. Right? Phantom Menace is not great. Right? But that doesn't mean that I'm gonna send death threats to George Lucas because I think the movies are garbage. I'm not. I don't like Star Wars Episode 1 and 2. But that's fine. Others do. And that's okay. Michael, for God's sake, his favourite Star Wars film is Episode 2. You know? All art is subjective. We all have our own opinions on it. And the fact that death threats were sent to Ryan... I feel very sorry for Ryan Johnson because... He was, he was doing his job. He was brought on to tell a story. And he told it. And now there's this massive backlash. And you know what? I hope that when his new trilogy of films comes out, he is able to, you know, make them and basically say a massive fuck you to all the people who were like, you know, episode eight was a piece of trash. And I hope they have fantastic films. And you know what the great thing about this new trilogy of films will be? There'll be no fucking expectations whatsoever, right? And the only people who will be setting expectations of it are the episode 8 haters who are like, oh, it's going to be shit, it's going to be shit, you know? And you know what? I think Ryan Johnson's trilogy is going to be great. You want to know why? Because I think episode 8's a great film. And I thought he told a great story. And I'm going to leave it there. Because, personally, I think you have... Everyone has their right to their opinion. I'll say that right now. Everyone has their right to their opinion, right? And I'm not saying any opinion is wrong right and people have a right to be upset and angry about the choices that were made in episode 8 right but in my opinion and that's all it is is an opinion 
and everyone's entitled to an opinion. I honestly believe that the movie was good and that Ryan Ryan Johnson told a story that I thought was a Star Wars story. Yes, there was some humor in there that was probably a little misplaced, right? But I found a lot of it funny. I liked the combination of the lightheartedness and the dark side. You know, this film had a light side and a dark side. And that's what the, you know, I felt that was one of the big themes of the film is this, you know, this debate, you know, about light versus dark, you know, and the balance and where do characters sit. And, you know, but anyway, so that's really it. Um, real, I, I have watched the film again since getting it on Blu-ray. I watched with the uh, director's commentary on, and that was very insightful. I, I, I did enjoy listening to that. I'm a guy who likes listening to director's commentary. I've, lis- I've listened to director's commentary for all the previous Star Wars films, ironically. Um, unfortunately, except for Force Awakens, I really want to listen to the audio commentary for Force Awakens, but it's only on the 3D Blu-ray, and I'm not really in the mood to go out and buy that 3D Blu-ray. Um, so, yeah, um, I'm sure I can find it somewhere. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm not really in desire, um, to go out and buy that. Because it's, like, in New Zealand, the price of that Blu-ray is something still, like, 40, 50 bucks. And, you know, I, yes, I paid about 44 for the Steelbook, but that's a collector's piece, you know, and that's something that I'm, uh, you know, that because I own all the other Star Wars films on um, on Blu-ray and Steelbooks, you know, that to me is something I want to continue. I want to continue um, collecting those Star Wars Steelbooks because they look fantastic. Um, so, yeah. But... Um, with that being said, we've been going now for about just over 40 minutes, so I'm going to end the episode here. Thank you very much for listening to the third episode of the Have You Met Ted podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening. Um, and please, as I said before, please leave a comment. I will reply to all the comments, but again, please be constructive with your comments, especially if they're, it's in regards to Star Wars. Let's have a constructive conversation about it. You know, let's not eat each other alive, basically. So, I thank you very much for listening. If you like uh, this episode of the podcast, go download it. Off SoundCloud. I'll be uploading it to SoundCloud. Um, I don't know if this will be the last episode where I upload SoundCloud or the next one. I, I don't really know, but yes. Yeah. So download it off SoundCloud. Uh, you know, share it with your friends. Like, subscribe to uh, the channel. Um, go like the uh, Jared Hayson Facebook page on uh, on Facebook. Yeah. Um, and also follow me on Twitter and Instagram. There will be a, I think there's also a Facebook page for the podcast. Go follow, uh, go like the podcast on there, um, on Facebook as well. And, um, there'll also be an Instagram coming soon for the podcast. Um, and I think that's all the social media stuff. Um, as I said earlier, Nino Kuni 2 part one, uh, let's play coming out, uh, the same day as this episode. So go watch that. I'll put it in, in the corner. Um, or if you're listening, uh, to this in the audio, format over on soundcloud um you can go find it uh on youtube so um without with that being said thank you very much for listening i shall see you in a couple weeks for episode four hopefully we will have some uh guests on with me and until then farewell